Hey, Bill. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? We're doing good. Um, Wiggy's been calling yesterday a signature win all morning. Is there is there such a thing in your mind? And if so, was it yesterday? Uh, well, it's always good to win. Um, you know, every win brings its own has its own uh, dynamics and and um, highlights. Let's call it so. Um, there were some things we did well yesterday, well enough to win. There's certainly some other things that we we need to improve on. But um, good to be able to correct from a you know a road win against a you know a good team, and um, and build on that and go from there and get ready for Carolina. So we'll we'll take it and uh, we'll move on. But I thought there were some areas that we we were good in, some areas we were inconsistent in. Um, but we'll we'll learn from all of them and. Um, like I said, try to try to keep stringing days together here. Bill, one of the things that you know I always ask every week is about situational football and situations in the game. And I thought yesterday you guys did a really good job, uh, especially towards the end of the game defensively. You have a three and out stand. You're up by seven. Offensively, you get the ball back, and it kind of turns into like this four minute drive. Take as much time off the clock as possible. You guys are able to do that and kick a field goal to give yourself a, you know, two-score lead. Just talk a little bit about, you know, that whole series and that situation and how it, uh, it looked the offense did a really good job in that situation. Uh, well, yeah, there were, there were certainly some, you know, good things in there. Uh, we had some, you know, we had some good runs. Um, that certainly helped us. We... Um, uh, at the beginning of the drive, we, you know, had a, at the end of the play, we kind of got into a scrum there and, and, uh, of course the 42nd clock doesn't reset. And so, um, obviously I have to do a better job of coaching that. And so we, we used our, our third timeout, um, and came back and, and ran a play action pass there, uh, to Jacoby, which was, a that was a big play for us. And then, um, again, we had some, some good running plays. We got down to a, uh, uh, you know, good pass play to Nikhil. Um, and then on the third and one, uh, hit Jacoby on the, on the rollout. And so all those plays kind of kept, kept the drive going. And as you said, uh, took enough time off the clock to, uh, once we got the two score lead to, uh, you know, put, put us in a good position there to win. So that was a big drive. Um, But we still made some mistakes along the way in that drive. Luckily it it worked out okay. But um, even in there we can, there's some things we need to do better. But we protected the ball and we, quite a bit of clock there. Um, Similar to the, you know, the drive we had at the end of the, um, you know, earlier in the year. Uh, several guys commented on it, but the the uh, late hit on Mac, I think David Andrews said it was a BS uh, play. Would you agree? Yeah, well, it's uh, you know, the league certainly made a lot of um, made a lot of protecting the players and player safety and all that, and protecting the quarterback. So I think you'd have to talk to the league and and uh, Ron Torbert about about that one. 
Bill, when when you see the game yesterday, and I think heading into the game, I think there's always a lot of things that people talk about, maybe what's potentially could be some of the obstacles in a game. You guys were able to go West Coast, play on the road against a good football team, come away with a win. Um, what, what was kind of your message after the game to the team about their performance in a in a very difficult game on the road, hot kind of I wouldn't call it a hostile environment because it seemed like there was more Pats fans there, but just the fact of trying to go to the West Coast and play in a good football team. Right. Well as you know, uh Wiggy, there are challenges every every year and and uh whatever the road games are they are and whatever circumstances they fall in, they fall in the uh, night games or West Coast games or whatever it is, and every team deals with those. And when they come up, you've got a your team has to step up and, and meet those challenges, uh, not only of the team but the circumstances around the game. So um, I thought we we did a good job of handling that. We had a good week of focus and preparation. Um, again, wasn't wasn't perfect in the game for sure, but uh, again, like you said, it was against a good team uh, that had had an extra week to to prepare and. They were certainly ready to go. We saw that on on their first drive, and um, which we expected. Uh, <clears throat> and I think really the message for us is, uh, and we're all seeing it, is it's just one day at a time. Um, keep keep improving. We've we certainly improved in a lot of areas over the first half of the season. And if we can continue to do that, then that'll that'll bode well for us. And if we don't, if we just level off or or trend down a little bit, that'll, I think we all know where that'll take us. So um, just collectively, all of us, players, coaches, um, everybody involved, just need to continue to to believe in what we're doing, to try to do it better, to fix things that aren't as good as what they should be or could be, uh, that are, I would say, relatively, they're fixable, let's put it that way. So, But it's up to us to fix them. Nobody's going to do it for us. Um, I think our players understand that. I think they've been trying to do that. And uh, we just got to press on. Bill, you have three opponents this year on your schedule that are coming off a bye the most in the NFL. You've won the last two in a row, obviously, against the Jets and the Chargers. How does that impact, if at all, your preparation in those games? And what does it mean for your team to have 15 less rest days than your opponent in games this season? Well, it, it doesn't really change the preparation too much. I think what it does do is is you have to recognize that 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 team will have some extra time to um, either put in a play or or do something that maybe they haven't done before or whatever they're doing that they've worked on. They're going to be able to do it better because they put extra time into it and. Um, we saw some of that. Uh, we saw it in the Jets game, you know, when they ran the reverse. That was that was a, a new play um, that they looked like they ran another play off of that yesterday to, uh, you know, to help them beat Cincinnati. But um, and certainly the Chargers came out with a, I would say a, a better uh, and more productive running game than they've had in recent weeks, and and we certainly have to coach and play better but they they did a good job too they blocked us uh and, and Eckler and 
and then John, uh, they made a couple of good cuts and all that. But I think, again, those are the things you see. You see something that's a little bit new, a little bit different. Maybe it's a new blitz. Maybe it's a, a new offensive play or concept. And then you probably see a little better execution at whatever it is they are game planning for your game because they've had a little bit extra time to do it. I, I don't think it really changes the game planning much but because you don't know what they're going to do. But whatever they picked out, you can usually see after the game uh, some, you know, some evidence of it. Bill, when it comes to doing something be- before the deadline tomorrow, does yesterday's result affect your thought on that at all? Either way. Oh, not really. Uh, I think a function of again, these are our intended help both teams. So, if there's something that works for us and works for somebody else, then. And that's a possibility. If it if it doesn't work for us, if it doesn't work for somebody else, then it's, you know it's not going to happen. So we'll see what happens. It's um, a very unpredictable. Um, you know, this is an unpredictable time. Again, we've talked to all the teams, and I'm sure they've talked to all the other teams too. And a few players that are, you know, maybe of interest one way or another, um, but then what happened yesterday will affect some of this too. So there may be a team that's might be interested or might be talking about, Hey, we would consider a trade for this player. And then somebody gets hurt and then that player's not available anymore, or they might lose somebody at position and look at uh, another team, our team or whoever, and say, well, this, this team has some depth at that spot. Uh, let's see if they would, they would be interested in, in make you know, a trade exchange. That happens today. It's, I've, I've seen it as late as Tuesday at noon on the trade deadline. Guy you've never even talked about, and all of a sudden um, you're having a conversation about it at noon, one in the afternoon, saying, "All right, we can." You know, this could be a deal here. Whether it's you know in either direction, so it, it's very unpredictable. Um, like I said, we've talked to all the teams in the league. We we know some of the players that are available, but things will change, and they I'm sure they did change yesterday. And we'll follow up on those and you know see what happens. But I wouldn't say that we're you know anything, Steph, but you, you never know. Well, I mean, without revealing too much, it, 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 when it comes to something like that. It, are you looking at specific areas where, like, here is an area we can improve, or are you looking at uh, this player is available and we gotta we we want to because he's available we want to we want to do something there. Yeah, well, there's nothing to reveal, so we're not really revealing anything. But anytime you talk about a, a you know player trade and exchange of players or draft choices or whatever it is. Uh, you look at the cost and, and you look at the value and there's half a season left. So it's what it is. Um, you know, you're not talking about 17 games. You're talking about nine or eight, depending on, you know, where these buys fall or, or 10, I guess. Um, so let's call it half a season. Um, and you're looking at salary and next year's contract and, you know, the, your situation and their situation based on injuries and depth of a position and, and all that. And they're all very fluid. And then what's the cost? You know, so there, there are some players that are available that the cost would be too high. Um, there are other players that are available that maybe 
a team doesn't have that much interest in. Um, you may have depth at a position that nobody else needs, or you might have depth at a position that more than one team is looking at. Um, again, you just have to come up. Take it and and that works for both teams. So if the league, around the league, there's 100 trades being talked about, there's probably four of them that will be made. So it's, for me, I'm, I'm focused on the Carolina Panthers. If if the personnel department comes and says, look, here's something we, we think we should consider, then we'll talk about it and, and go from there. But until that happens, um, I'm on Carolina, and, and we have a lot of work to do on that for sure. A quick question, Bill. Did you contemplate trading Wiggy at the deadline in 2001? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Wait until the season was over, and then we potted ways. <laughs> Bill, one of the things I think a lot of people look at in the game is, like, what's going on in the mind of Bill Belichick? I, there was a play yesterday in the game, uh, the 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 holding call that was kind of in the end zone on uh, the charge of Justin Herbert, where you challenged that play. What what was going on in your mind? What was the challenge for? What what did you think happened, and what were you guys trying to ch- uh, challenge? Because they didn't really give us a good indication on what was going on. We didn't know if it was trying to challenge whether it was a holding in the end zone, possibly a safety. Yeah, well, that that's exactly what what uh, I thought it was. So, I mean, I, obviously I made a mistake on that. I saw the play and I saw the tackle 74 Norton hold Van Noy, and I thought it was close to the end zone. And, and when the play came on the replay, I thought he held him in the end zone. Kyle was like maybe two yards deep in the end zone. He tried to, to fold back towards the line of scrimmage and Norton grabbed him. And, and I thought it was clearly in the end zone. They actually called the holding penalty though. Um, actually called the holding penalty on Feeler, um, which was kind of an inline call. And, and that was, in looking at the film, I mean, that was holding too, I, but I thought it was a hold on Norton. And so um, I didn't get the number. I just loud. I didn't get the number. I should, have, I should have been more detailed and found out that the holding was on who it was on. I thought it was on Norton, but it was on Feeler. Feeler clearly held on the four-yard line. So there's no question about that. Um, so you know, should Norton been called for holding? I mean, I don't know. He wasn't, so I guess not. But that was, you know, that was really a mistake on my part. And and the play came up, again, fairly quickly, and, and I thought it would be a significant play if, if it was a safety. Um, but it was a, a, you know, it was a mistake. It was a waste of challenge. Well, at least we now know what was going through the mind of Bill Belichick. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. It was. All right. Well, it was uh, what I saw the penalty and what the penalty actually was were two different things, and and um, and so it's you know I just I got to do a better job on that. Um, but I I didn't want to miss the opportunity to to challenge a play that I thought would would have had a big impact on the game. As it turned out, um, you know they got first down and they got the interception. So uh, you know all is well that ends well. But that's you know, the next time that probably would would not work out in our favor, just playing the odds. You celebrate that win with a, another cold beer? <laughs> with a good night's sleep. We're, um, <laughs> you know, we watched the film last night, and uh, 
the players are working out this morning. We're going to uh, have a, a short meeting here this morning and then uh, head back, and, and we'll be grinding on Carolina all day. And, again, that's a team we don't know very well. A coaching change since the last time we played on Coach Rule's got a whole, you know, uh, but again, a work to do on the team. So we'll spend all day here and, and be ready to go. All right, Bill. Um, good night's rest last night was uh, good for all of us. We usually didn't have don't have that on the West Coast trip, so uh, glad we have it. Um, have the opportunity to do it this time. Well. There's we one... can't get we can't get by on just a couple hours of sleep like Wiggy can. He's got that that stamina that um, some others of us are not blessed with. Well, I, I remember some coach telling me, "Say, don't let your night job affect your day job." So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's one guy down there, in Carolina, that you guys might know well. We're number nine had a pretty good game against uh, Atlanta, so you do a little research on him. Yeah, well, a lot of good players, and they're a well-balanced team on all defense, special teams. So we'll have to be ready for every uh, and, um, you know, as I said uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll have to do a good job against uh, you know against everybody. But again, playing players, playing against players, or coaches that have been on on this team before. Are coming from the other team again. It's pretty much every week, so um, it is what it is. All right, Bill. Uh, great to talk to you, and uh, safe trip back. And we'll in, uh, enjoy talking to you next Monday. Yeah, sounds good, Greg. We got before we sign off. Just want to you know say to all uh, our fans out there who are mostly Red Sox fans. I'm sure you know you know how much we're all gonna uh, you know are saddened by Jerry's passing and and. Uh, you know how much he meant to all of us, the connection uh, he was to the to the Red Sox and and uh, you know his voice in the game and I'm, I'm not sure that uh, it was uh, to the fans and uh, you know it meant so much to Boston sports uh, as a player and you know as an announcer and, and his um, commentary on the game and insight into the game. Uh, it's you know just we'll all miss him and. Uh, I know our fans are, are, are Jerry Remy and Red Sox fans too. So um, our sympathy goes out to to the Remy family, and and uh, just want to express my and, and all of our appreciation for all that he did to you know to make Boston sports uh, enjoyable and exciting, um, you know, for all of us. So we'll we'll certainly miss him. All right, Bill. Well said. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you again coming up on Monday. All right, sounds good, great. We have a good one. All right, later. All right, there he is, Bill Belichick.